Good morning, all. We are gathered here on this Sunday morning, and we're starting off a brand new series, and it's called Sampling the Psalms. Now, why would I use the word sampling? I mean, DJ sample. So why would I use that phrase for the Psalms? Well, let me, let me bring us up to speed, this idea of sampling. So sampling is when you take an existing piece of music and you apply it to the moment. So Kanye sampled Otis Redding. Otis Redding never thought his music would be sampled one day by Kanye West. No. You have uh, Jay-Z. Who did he just sample? He just sampled somebody recently. There's a song out right now. Kurt Cobain from Nirvana. You don't listen, do you not listen to music? Come on, people, right? Come on. It's okay. We're at church. Yes. The pastor listens to music? What? Amen. There you go. Music is all around us. You go in your car, you turn on the music perhaps. You go shopping, there's music on, coming from speakers all around. You turn on the television, every commercial has music. You watch a film, and the score, the soundtrack just ties all of the moments together. You know, there's this thing called Pandora. Have you seen this app, this free app? Right, Pandora here? You gets good? Yeah. So that started the human or the music genome project. You hear this? So they've actually, they've identified 450 different types of musicality. And they've put it in this massive equation. And when you download this free app, you can actually have music that syncs up in some way with your life. But now Pandora, it's passe. Now they've got... New apps. What are some new ones? What is Spotify? What are, what are some other ones? RDO. Yeah, I've got RDO. You know anything else? SoundCloud. So there's this, there's this other app. I can't remember the name. It's escaping me right now. But rather than have a computer make your playlist for you, they actually have people who have created these playlists. And you can actually go into this free app you can actually look up what mood you're in. Yes, I'm angsty. All of a sudden, there's now six different playlists. Yes, that's me right there, right? And all of a sudden, because these people have put together these playlists, it meets you exactly where you are. You know, music is so powerful. The type of music we want to listen to after we lose our job it's not the type of music we want to listen to when we want to just get up and dance, right? Well, in many ways, we have an opportunity this summer to do what DJs do so well, who understand the breadth of access they have to all this music, to sample it, to grab it, to apply it to the moment. We can do that with Scripture. And in fact, the Psalms are the perfect thing to sample from. You know why? They were meant to be sung. We've forgotten this. As the millennia have gone by, all we have are the lyrics. We don't know the melodies. We don't know the tune. But when we see that the Psalms that are meant to be sung, that the Greek translation of the Old Testament, which is the Septuagint, calls the Psalms the psalmos, which literally means to pluck. You see that harp there, to pluck stringed instruments. In fact, the New Testament samples, it draws from the Psalms more than any other book of the Bible. 
Jesus samples, he draws from, he quotes, he grabs, applies to the moment from the Psalms more than any other book of the Bible. So this summer we're going to become spiritual DJs, so to speak. We're going to learn to understand the unlimited access that we have to the richest music, the richest lyrics that speak to not only our emotions, but speak to our experiences, that speak to the highs and lows of life. So to help us with this idea, this imagery, why don't we take a look at the screens. The Beller Drama Department helped us out with this one. Take a look. If we take the five up, we'll make it there in time. Yay! Maybe. I'm so excited. It's such a beautiful day, too. I know, right? Gorgeous. So you want me to be the DJ? Yes, Yay! Thank you. Alright, wanna go for it? Yes. Okay. That was number 23, the Psalm of the Divine Shepherd. Read from the New American Standard Version, using the accepted Valley of the Shadow of Death translation, rather than the more historically accurate Valley of Deep. Coming up on the Biblical Top 40, the third most popular psalm in the nation. But first, a little known fact. The word Selah is used 71 times in the Psalms, indicating a pause or a musical crescendo. And now a request. It's a love letter sent out by a heartsick sinner who wants his Bathsheba back. Adorable. No. <laughs> How long, oh Lord, wilt thou forget me forever? How long no. wilt thou hide the face no. from me? How long? Oh, my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax that is melted within me. A band of evil doers have surrounded me. They pierced my hands and my feet. Now, beloved, if that's not a prophecy declaring the coming of the Messiah, I don't know what is. What I find interesting about Psalms 102 and 103 is that while one is about anger, and the other is about praise. These two conflicting emotions are laid out in the book quite lit. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting. All right, so, yes, yes. You know what that's like. You know when you get that right song. It's just the right time to describe that moment. You know whether it's Beethoven or Bon Jovi, Mozart, Miles Davis, Dylan or DJ Tiesto, there's songs that in the moment you're like, yes, yes. That's it. I had one of those moments a few days ago. My wife and I were out of town. We were on vacation in Maui. And there was this moment as the sun was setting, we were looking out over the Pacific Ocean. And there was a guy playing a little ukulele. I thought it was ukulele, but they say ukulele. And he's playing, you know, all of a sudden that song comes on. You know? You know that song, right? Right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I nailed it, right? Somewhere over the rainbow, right? No, I didn't. There was that moment. And I looked over. And he was just doing that thing. And I imagine that massive guy, Izzy, Israel, I can't pronounce his last name, singing that. And I looked over at my wife. and I was like, this is like the perfect moment. That song was so perfect. There was no other song. Journey would not have done it in the moment. Bon Jovi would not have done it in the moment. Nothing else would have done it in that exact moment other than that perfect song. But then why was it that a few days later I'm running an errand and I'm stuck on the 405 in traffic and I pull my phone out. I have access to it. Somewhere the rainbow. He starts, and I'm like, it's, no, this does not work for me right now. You see, there's certain moments where a song fits perfectly. There's other moments where a song does not. And as we go through this whole summer, we're going to encounter different types of psalms. And there's going to be moments where you're like, what? This does not apply to me at all. This just does not work at all for me right now. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me? Me and God are good right now. I don't like it. It's like a death metal jam. I don't, I don't want this right now. But the truth is, is that every moment of our life, we have an opportunity not just have a song be the soundtrack for our life, but in every moment, every environment, every situation, every mood that we're in, we can actually have a psalm provide the spiritual soundtrack for our life as well. So if Jesus samples from the psalms, if the New Testament samples from the psalms more than any other book of the Bible, let's this summer Take a look at what God has for us in the same way that we can sample, that we can draw from, that we can apply in the moment the tremendous truth that God has for us. So if you have your Bibles, why don't we pull these out? We're going to go to Psalm 1. We're going to spend just a few minutes here as we intro this whole series. And as you turn there on page 424 of your pew Bibles, I'm going to have you turn there. I'm going to have you leave that Bible open. And once you get there, you can just look up because we're going to look to the screens after you get there because we're going to go back to this. This is the new Revised Standard Version. But I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. So once you get there, just leave that open on your lap and we're going to turn to the screens. I'm going to read this for you. This is the intro to the Psalms. There's 150 Psalms. We talk about the Billboard Top 100. In some ways, this is the, the God Top 150, inspired by God, all of these written by human hands. But this is what God reminds us today. Let me read this for you if you could take a look at the screens. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with scoffers, but they delight in doing everything the Lord wants. Day and night, they think about his law. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season without fail. Their leaves never wither, and in all they do, they prosper. This, my friends, is God's Word. Now, let's keep that Bible open right in front of you. You'll take a look there in verse 1 in your new Revised Standard Version. This is your pew Bible. It says, happier those. Now, some translations say, blessed are those. Now, before we move on, I've just got to get out of the way that, you know, the hashtag blessed thing that we see everywhere? You see that on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter. You see this? Just put a show of hands in the room. You see that hashtag blessed? Okay, only one person in the 9 o'clock put their hand up, so I just want to make sure... I don't want to use a, a, an illustration that does not apply here, but we see this everywhere right now. If you're on social media, this hashtag blessed. And in some ways, we've almost made this word that has such rich meaning. We've, we've minimized it. We've turned it into a trite word. And so people were like, I got a parking spot. Hashtag blessed. 
I got my tax return back, $50. Hashtag blessed. And so now, I think non-Christians are making fun of us and they use hashtag blessed over like the craziest things. They just say something stupid, hashtag blessed. Got you there, Christians. And in many ways, we've, we've lost the meaning, the richness, the power of what the first word of the Psalms say. Blessed are those. This word blessed in the Hebrew, it means an all-encompassing wholeness. It means to be totally fulfilled. It means to be absolutely at peace and filled with joy no matter the circumstances. The psalmist is saying what all of us are looking for. Every single one of us wants peace. Every single one of us wants joy. Every single one of us wants significance. We want to be secure. We want to be whole. And the psalmist says, I know how to give it to you. I know where you can find it. And it's not in your job. It's not in your relationships. It's not in what you do. It's not in what you earn. It's not in anything other than this. Blessed are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path that sinners tread or sit in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water which yield their fruit in its season and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. So the psalmist says that if you want to find what everybody's looking for, you've got a choice. And that choice will cause you to either be like a tree planted by streams of water or like chaff that blows away in the wind. What a stark contrast. And it all comes down to your choice. You see a tree planted by streams of water doesn't need rain to thrive. It doesn't need irrigation. It doesn't need a hose. It is planted by a stream of water. Now, I, I know that living in Southern California, we've forgotten what streams look like in this drought. But I want you to imagine, just to close your eyes, imagine a stream with a massive tree by it. I think of when I was a kid, I used to visit my grandparents in the East Coast. And I'd go fishing on the James River, this massive body of water. And the riverbank would tumble down. We had to step down on rocks. And I would fish under the massive shade of these trees, who over time, as the river had run its course, had caused the, the side of the, the riverbanks to, to erode away, exposing these deep, long, massive roots that extended all the way down from the base of that tree down below the water. You see, even in seasons where there's no rain, even if the circumstances are a drought, those trees thrive because they have access to life-giving water. And they yield fruit in season. Their leaves never wither. How different is that image than chaff that blows away with the wind? A couple years ago, I got into roasting coffee. I know I'm odd, but I, I roast coffee every once in a while. And so 
Part of the process as you roast coffee is those green beans, literally they're green when you look at them after they've been dry processed or wet processed, as you put them in whatever you're roasting them in, I have this little SR500, it's really amazing, right? And I roast this thing, but all of a sudden as the, as the heat goes up and as the fan is going, chaff begins to rise. And when I'm done and I'm kind of cleaning it up, I have to separate, if it hasn't already been done, those beans from the chaff. And my backyard is covered in chaff. We're, we used to live in Newbury Park. If the door would go open, the wind would blow, chaff would go inside. My wife would just look at me like, oh, this hobby. <laughs> you see, chaff is so lightweight. When it separates from whatever it is in that winnowing process, it's the complete opposite of the stability and longevity of a tree. It just, just blows away. And so many of us, I imagine, we come here today and we feel like chaff. We feel like the circumstances of life, whether we lose a job, we lose a loved one, we didn't get that thing that we so long for. We feel like just wind is just tossing us to and fro. We're like chaff. But you see, we don't choose to be chaff. We don't choose to be trees. Yet the choice we make determines whether we will be a tree planted by a stream of water or like a chaff that just blows away in the wind. What's that choice? The psalmist quickly says this. Their delight is in the law of the Lord. This is verse 2 of Psalm 1. And on his law, and God's law, they meditate day and night. Now that word meditate is such a rich word. There's a few instances in the Hebrew Scriptures where the word meditate literally gives the image of a lion growling over and chewing a piece of meat, literally just gnawing. To meditate on God's Word is to chew on it, not just to ingest it, not just to inhale it, but to chew on it. In the same way, it's to be like a tree whose roots go down into the living waters of Scripture and allow them to be fed by it. You see, the very first command in Scripture is this. It's not a negative command. It's not a don't. It's a positive. It's a do. Did you know that? The very first command in Scripture is eat freely from any tree in the garden. Do you know what the last command in Scripture is? It's not a negative command. It's a positive command. It's drink freely from the river of life. Do you realize that the bookends of Scripture are two invitations to eat freely, to drink freely? Do you know what that means? That this is the banquet table of which we have access to, that we can feast on, that we can chew on, that we can turn to, that it can give life to us. So this summer what we're going to do is we're going to go on a journey. And I want you to imagine your life, not as a piece of chaff, but a tree. Maybe you feel like a strong tree today. Maybe you feel like an uprooted tree today. Maybe you feel like a little sapling. But imagine yourself as a tree. And there's a lot of things that you can put your roots into, a lot of things that you can get guidance from. There's a lot of things that you can allow to, to guide you, to saturate your life. But if you allow you this summer to immerse your life in God's Word, no matter what you're going through, 
matter how hard it seems, no matter how easy life is right now, that if you allow the roots of your life to saturate deep into God's Word, you're going to be pointed to a truth. And in some ways, it can be summed up when Jesus goes to that woman at the well in John 4. He says, don't you know you draw from this water? You always go thirsty. But I've got water, living water, that if you have that water, you'll never thirst. You see, not only as we go through the Psalms this summer, not only will we learn how to sample, to draw from, to apply to the moment, the different moments and experiences and emotions that we're going through, but we're also going to find that the written word, the deep well of wisdom and truth and love that is here points to the living water that is Jesus, who sampled from the Psalms more than any else, who on the cross said, I thirst, so that we never have to thirst. He sampled from Psalms, said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So God will never forsake us. So Beller, as a journey this summer, let's go on it together. And I guarantee you, you're going to find hope for your journey. You're going to find, ah, yes, that, 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 that applies to me right now, just like your favorite song. So let's be spiritual DJs this summer. Pardon the metaphor, but Jesus did it so well. As we sample from that truth and we apply it today, will you pray with me? God, we thank you for this time and we thank you that you have given us a picture of what it might look like if we drew from the right well of water, the right source of life. And God, I pray that you would help us understand this summer what it means to meditate on your word, to chew on your word, to allow it to saturate our lives, to not just get through God's word, but to allow God's word to get in and through us. So God, this summer, would you remind us of the tremendous library that we have in front of us, that in the same way that we stream music, that we would dip into the stream of your word and find life. Jesus, we thank you for your love. We thank you that you tell us that time and time again your word and that you've demonstrated that to us on the cross. In Jesus, in your name we pray. Amen.